0: All right, welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading, my friend. I cannot wait to dig into your chart. Just for the audience to get to know you better, why don't you give us a line about what you do in the world and what you hope to gain from the reading? Mm, Absolutely. Well, thank you so
1: much, um, Ilona. I am thrilled, thrilled for this. It feels very nourishing and very delicious right now in this moment. And um, so I'm a coach. I work in the realms of like mindset, momentum. and I always sprinkle in magic in the things I do. So tapping into our intuition, what's unknown, and really helping visionary women step into their power, use their voice, create the things that they want to create in life, and move through the obstacles. <laughs> you know, it's like boom, 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 move through whatever obstacles they've had in they encounter and to really understand where they're coming from and shift into their power. So I'm really called to guide other visionary women to um, to create the impact, the influence, and the income so that they can keep thriving and and creating amazing things in the world. Um, um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have a puppy. Well, she's not a puppy anymore. I think she she just got her period. So I'm like (laughs) honoring the fact that Nova is now a lady. (laughs) Um, But yes, and what I hope to gain from this experience is um, I love this. uh, I love these layers of additional information and insight because I'm very Intuitive, and so I really believe in surrounding myself with different methodologies and sources of um, information and inspiration. And I'm very also strategic. And so, when I have additional ways to express how I am, who I am, where I'm going, what's calling me, it just gives me another layer of, like, yes, and more, um, a new language to understand myself and express myself and I always feel like whenever you uncover these hidden truths that may not be like readily available in a tangible form for you like they may be subconscious then it opens up these doors of like permission I want to say mm, like yeah to, to go like oh yeah that rings true so then you kind of move in that direction with a little more conviction
0: mm. so yeah so I'm hearing what you're hoping to get is like understanding of other strategies to get that permission to lean into mm-hmm. your soul's calling um, in this, in this three-dimensional lifetime.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and to, you know, understand it a deeper meaning. Like I, I feel very, I feel very tied to my purpose. And of course that keeps like becoming more and more um, apparent and yeah. mysterious and all the things. So having like a, you know, continuing to look at that, that North star of where my, you know, what my divine appointment is in life is what I, I, I call it. And what I also yearn to guide others to understand in their lifetime. So love it.
0: Love it. Well, let's dig in. So in this methodology, I always start with the sun because the sun is first of all what we understand, what we most relate to. And you have your sun in Taurus in the fifth house, and the fifth house represents Leo energy. You know, th- which is interesting also because the fifth house is ruled by the sun. It's Leo energy ruled by the sun. So there's a sense of first of all when we dig into the Taurus piece, it's how we see yourself. So you see yourself as highly reliable, highly stable, but like all feet on the ground, um, really really dependable. Um, and with that fifth house, it's creative. So there's a, there's a very grounded expression of your creativity. Um, there is that, um, almost also like, I, I feel like Leo and I think of Leo, I think a little bit of a performance. So it's, you're not like this showman per se, but there's, there are, there are hints of you that show creativity through this very grounded, steady way of being what comes up for you? I, I yes. See <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I resonate with um, that balanced and, and the creativity is something that I've always seen as very, I've always seen myself and experienced myself as very creative, but it's definitely something that I sort of compartmentalized because I didn't see it as the, there was this practical piece that always kind of And it was always there. The creativity was always there. It was always like nudging me forward. Um, And now understanding and embracing more of that, um, that Leo energy, which i never identified with before. And recently I had somebody else tell me the same thing. And so hearing it now again is like, oh, because it just up until recently is when I, I I identified more with the Leo, that Leo aspect.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually have, um, you know, a, a Taurus in the fifth house stellium. So you have a lot of energy of like being a creative container almost. Because when I think of earth signs, I think of structure. You know, you were saying strategy before. Mm-hmm. You you love the strategy. And you I just to let you know, you have so much earth in your chart. You have not only a Taurus stellium, but you have a Virgo stellium. So you have mm-hmm. a lot of earth. And so there's a sense of like, wanting to you like uh, it's natural for you to want to put structure containment strategy data behind things and mm-hmm. then but you're doing this with it with creative flares you're you're the container for you is actually the in your son and in the rest of the Taurus stellium is actually the creativity um and so you're expressing creativity in a very contained way mm-hmm. If, 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 if mm-hmm. to translate it in a different way yeah 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 that no, this, is al- this is also your secret sauce. So the sun is not just how we see ourselves. It's, it's what you put into everything that you do. It is, it is your magic. It is the magic of, it's like your secret touch, your secret, your secret, your, your secret magic. Mm-hmm. And so it- Tell me more about that. So so the sun is is what you will be placing into everything that you do in your soul's work. So actually I can tell you more when we let's look at the rising too. So yeah, the yeah. rising is how people see you. And you know that you're a Sagittarius rising, and so that's people see you as the teacher, the philosopher. Um, the person with expanded awareness, it also represents the travel, the international, multicultural, multilingual, which is funny. Cause you were like, I love new languages to put things through. So I took these notes and I'm like, this is so mm-hmm. much of your rising influence, but the beauty of the rising, it's not just how people see you. It's the problem you're here to solve. It is your soul's mm-hmm. mission. This is what your soul came in to mm-hmm. do for others. So if we were to give it into the, put into that context, it's, so you're, help, you're here to help people discover the magic of the world. You're here to help people um, expand their awareness. You're here to help people turn the information that they've gathered into wisdom Right. Because um, the the opposition of Sagittarius is Gemini. Gemini is also an intellect and an information collector. By the time you get to Sagittarius, it's taking that information and creating wisdom, creating your own philosophies and teaching that forward. Right. It's you doing, implementing the information. The, the information instead of just collecting it. And so I, I will also say there's a sense of adventure to Sagittarius. So you, the, an aspect of the work you do could also bring, be bringing adventure into um, helping people solve the problem of bringing adventure into their life. Mm-hmm. And so you take that soul's work of the philosophy of the teaching of the wisdom and the adventure, and you are sprinkling. So that when you said, tell me more about the sprinkling, the magic. So there, you know, anyone with a Sagittarius, Rising is going to be doing this work. Your special sauce in doing this work is you're bringing this creative container, Mm -hmm. this stable creative container for people to express, understand, evolve this work. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's how you support others in this work specifically, right? Mm
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is fascinating because
1: when I think about, I so identify with that, like, philosopher teacher. And when I think of, I tap into that, I've always, like, over-indexed in the more serious philosopher. Like oh my the, God. you know, Putting exactly. Like let, let me put my, like, let me put my glasses on and, you know, grab my pipe and sit in my eyes yeah. <laughs> and tell you about the world philosopher. And then when you when you say the secret sauce, and again, it's it's, and I've experienced recently how I I get I'm being called more into the realms of creativity, of humor, of self expression, of and and there's this piece that like like comes at a crop like a bumps into it because I'm like wait 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 wait, that's not what a philosopher does yeah yeah so being reminded that that is my Feels like not like my secret sauce, and the thing that I'm meant to like, like keep keep catalyzing within myself because it feels very stretchy for me. It feels Mm -hmm. like outs. It's like totally in my realm of what I love, and it's also outside of my comfort zone to show up in that way. Because my my ego mind says, "Then you won't be taken seriously." Is like the bottom line.
0: Well, and I um uh, looking at your chart, I think part of you not being able to step into more of the adventure of your rising because the rising is a big pull to our soul's work and is a big expression of how we show up in the world but you have more than half of your chart in earth you have three placements in um taurus and four placements in virgo and so virgo Earth is like serious. It's feet on the ground. It's, you know, nose to the grind. It's show me the data. Let's build the empire. It's not, it's, it, they, you know, it's not saying that these signs can't be lighthearted, but that's not their initial nature, right? Yeah. It's the fire that brings the levity, it's the fire that brings the adventure and the the, mm-hmm. the edge. Um, and, and so the cool thing is that you're seeing that you are perceived in that way even though you feel you don't express in that way Mm. and so so because of that that's also probably why you're here to teach people that because you're like oh my gosh I spent all this time being so (laughs) earthy and life is more than being feet on the ground nose to the grind yeah oh my god that makes so much sense right yeah yeah and so I want to talk a little bit I feel that and it's interesting cause I don't, I don't, not everyone that I read for is an entrepreneur or looking to learn about how they support their clients. But I feel like as a coach, you probably want to know, well, who am I here to support? Mm-hmm. And your 12th house is where you would find your kismet client, that client mm-hmm. that lights you up, that wants to work with you because they, you know, so, so I'll tell you about them. You have your 12th house is mostly in Sagittarius and a little bit in Scorpio scorpio if she had a tv show archetype she'd she'd be the intimidating goth girl so (laughs) she would be mostly this philosopher adventurer with a hint of this intimidating goth girl who loves to go down rabbit holes (laughs) you're laughing because you're why are you laughing because you're like that's me and the reason that's you is because we are sacred mirrors for the client we're here to attract And so you, your twelfth house is showing you, and so it's not literally you're going to attract only Scorpios and Sagittariuses, but you're going to bring in people who who have a lot of wisdom. They've got, they've done, they have their master's degrees, they've had all the certificates. They love to go down rabbit holes. They probably are shamans and shawmans and whoever we want, brujitas y brujitos, and they are like, wow, Maria Aleandra is like that mix of the occult with the academic or like it's Mm -hmm. mostly academic with that pinch of the of the the brujita right it's not because because it's only a pinch of Scorpio but it's enough of it to say that's enough like I don't want to be full-on brujita I just want to infuse it in my work and use my intellect all this wisdom that I've accumulated and you're reflecting that back because that's exactly how I experience your work to be right now it's very coaching based it's very academic model research based but you put in these hints of moon rituals and and things Mm -hmm. like that
1: yeah totally i love that that. academic and the pinch of the occult yeah Yeah. of the esoteric
0: Yeah. yeah yes yes Beautiful. Now, speaking of the moon, the moon is interesting because we know it to be our um, emotional landscape. But in this methodology, um, it's also, it, it's it's what supports the mission. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the the reason of the mission. It's not like what's, it's not a, how do I explain this? It, it, it will back the mission up when it's not moving forward. So in those moments mm-hmm. that you feel stuck, that you feel things aren't going right, that things are not in the flow, you get to say, okay, I need to nourish my moon in my soul's mission.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And your moon is in Pisces. And so moon is a natural ruler of cancer, a water sign. Pisces is a, is a water sign. And so, and it's also in the third house, which is the house of communication. So it's interesting because what comes up for me is, so first of all, we know you to be very empathic, emotionally empathic, emotionally um, expressive, you feel all the feels, you can feel everyone's mood when you walk into a room, but when it comes to moving your mission forward, this is where you get to say, you bring the gift of pisces in the third house when things are not moving forward so we talked about how scorpio has a little pinch of esoteric but pisces is more spiritual than esoteric and so Mm. when the mission isn't moving forward you get to bring in speaking about intuition talking writing about intuition about spirituality to support you helping people expand their awareness dive into their philosophy um expand their awareness Bring in that adventure that supports the cause when it's not moving,
1: mm. and when it's not moving from, uh, like when I experience, I'm getting stuck or not mm-hmm. moving from an external s- space or both. Like whenever is not moving, whatever whatever's whatever. not moving, it's like double down on that spiritual intuitive. Communication. Nourish, nourish that side. So is it more nourish that side or nourish and also like
0: express that side? Or that's a great question. I like for you, it would be however like I would say you get to use your intuition (laughs) into that Pisces energy and say, what needs to be taken care of? Is it me right now? Or do I need to take care is because you might need to take care of you to do the work, right? Or Mm -hmm. is it that my work needs me to speak of this? Um, but I, I, it's, it's about using, leaning on your intuition rather than your intellect because Sagittarius is going to analyze everything. Right. Mm. And Mm -hmm. Taurus, Taurus loves analysis paralysis. So -hmm. your son, you, so your son and rising are kind of like they, they can, they can be good at like not making things move or making it go all over the way, all over the place. Right. And so and so it's more about leading with your that gut intuition when things aren't feeling like they're going in the right direction. Mm. Now, Mercury is also important. We, it's actually more sensitive than the moon because it represents the integration of body, mind and spirit. It's how we assimilate new ideas in the third dimension it's our intellect but in the fifth dimension it is our higher consciousness so in order to really step into this work that we're doing we need to make sure that we are assimilating we are using we're coming from higher consciousness and mercury is where we get to see when we're feeling separate like not connected to the cause or not connected to, to the collective on this planet it's it's looking at the shadows of mercury and and making mm-hmm. sure that we take care of that so that we don't get disconnected from the collective to do the work we're here to do on a soul's level and you have mercury and taurus so when when i see mercury and taurus the first thing i think about is like when you feel separate, when you feel disconnected from the collective, you probably take a, a, a very long time to process and to mm-hmm. make it is, like, I think, mm-hmm. I, I always joke, I think about songs, like, I, like what, what is that Christina Perry? I, 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 I'd wait for you a thousand years and then we have a thousand <laughs> more, like, I'm just gonna, You know, I'm just going to think about this and I'm just going to process this. And that, Mm. that indecision that, 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 um, it is a gift sometimes to sleep on it, but, but in the, the state of needing to connect to the higher consciousness, sometimes you get stuck in the analysis paralysis. Yeah. And so you get to you know, maybe step into the gifts, like, like, um, mm-hmm. well, it's all, actually I also have to say something else. You also have it that indecision in the fifth house, Leo's energy and Leo's energy and it's its shadow is inferiority complex. Mm-hmm. So it's like thinking, Oh, well, I don't, I don't, I can't commit to something because I don't think I'm good enough. Who am I to do this? And it's like stepping out of that and just going from that bull that won't be moved to being a charging bull and going for what you want almost is what comes up. Mm. Right. Remember, remember Mm -hmm. that there's a goal Taurus is very goal oriented. Mm -hmm. Once it, once it commits, it's like no stopping it now. Mm -hmm. So don't let that feeling of being inferior or, or, or like not being inside, like not Mm -hmm. not, enough. I would also say stretch out of your comfort zones.
1: Yeah,
0: that that will will inspire you to to get back into the collective consciousness because otherwise it's like you're separating yourself. It's about me rather than mm-hmm. the collective. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel that and what what comes up is that that the reason why I detach myself from the collective is from this. Let me see if I can articulate it. Um, there's definitely a question of, am I, am I good enough to say the thing? Because the things I want to say and the ways I want to show up are very big, right? If I like, look at like very, very deep, I'm like, I know they're, they're very big. And so I, I, I can tend to retract because it's almost like, can I even do that? Mm. and so what happens is I become isolated I mm-hmm, isolate mm-hmm. myself yes a protection mechanism a way of like you know that that's more the academic in me also that goes like let me just keep like learning more st- learn more of this before I like go into
0: whatever is next and, and it's so, also escapism Sagittarius likes to escape
1: yeah that might. May- yeah yeah so all that makes a lot of sense and it's like and I have always felt this underlying feeling of I'm being totally honest, of like separateness. And it's like not from a, it just it, it's always been hard for me to really integrate myself into the collective experience on, on Earth at least. <laughs> like I remember from being a little girl, like feeling this sense of like, like I I am I'm different and and maybe they won't understand me. And kind of like it was hard for me to like click in with people at a very at a deep
0: soul level oh my gosh oh my gosh yes Mm -hmm. sorry the reason i'm like yes, yes yes you have you have uranus in scorpio in the 11th house so scorpio if it had a tarot card it would be the tower card the death cards chapter ending chapter beginning but it's in the 11th house which is that Aquarius energy of not fitting in, having a cause, having vision, but not fitting in. And that's you also, so Uranus is a natural ruler of, the, of Aquarius in the 11th house. So there's a lot of not fitting in and transformation. Like there's a sense of like transformation is where you get to not fit in, where you get to be weird. You get to be different. You get to stand out. And, and Scorpio is mm. a shaman like stepping into that shaman, the transformation of identity of who you are, of things falling and falling and rebuilding um, Mm -hmm. is is actually where you're allowed to really see the vision that things can fall and be rebuilt and where you can get to be really unique and eccentric. Yeah. So what I hear there is, Looking
1: at the, there's this sort of fear of I don't fit in, and so therefore let me retract. Turning that into I don't fit in, and this is why that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, in kind fact, of. Yes, yes. You you have you have a lot of pull. Two of the three placements of not fitting in together, in the house of Scorpio, with the house of transformation, and you get to almost see how not feeling in is 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 part of your identity it is what brings you that transformation like it, had you always fit in you might not have transformed in the i'm, I'm assuming transformation has happened in your life often and mm-hmm. without without those placements you wouldn't have been able to experience the transformation and the chapters that you needed to continue to be the person you're being and really get into the uniqueness of who you are Hmm. Yeah. That feels like a big one. Now I, I just, for my sake of time, I also want to make sure we mm-hmm. talk, t- touch upon one more thing because mm-hmm. you said something before you're like, I see the bigness of what I'm here to do. And you just don't, you retract. Mm-hmm. And that is because you have a North node in Leo. Mm -hmm. so the north node is the challenge we came into this lifetime with that we need to learn to stretch into so if we're as former alumni of of leadership if you had a soul stretch your Mm -hmm. soul stretch is to be leo and the opposite is guess what aquarius you are used (laughs) to being not fitting in having a vision seeing the cause knowing that you can create change being intellectual about it but when the North, so that's your gift. You're really good at that. That's natural. It's your jam. What mm-hmm. is not comfortable for you is being Leo, is being more heart overhead, is being the performer, is being the lion, mm-hmm. is being the hunter, not the hunted, Right it's going for the gold is something that I just downloaded, right? Because uh, the, every, every sign has a body part and a color. Leo is gold. It's the sun. It's radiating. It is being comfortable with the light that you radiate and giving that to every person that you come across.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> and you say that and I'm like,
1: Beep. right? I, I, I feel it. And I felt it. of course in my solar plexus, I'm like, Zzz. I'm like, Cause then the the voice says, oh, but they're going to think you're full of shit.
0: (laughs) No. And this is, and because the the, the fear is there because that's exactly what you were born to step into. And here's the biggest lesson until you fully step into your North node challenge, you won't really be able to fully accomplish your soul's work. So you see the, the bigness, Right so here's here's a here's an interesting piece your soul's brilliance lies with the combination of the aquarius with the sagittarius rising your south node plus your rising your brilliance mm-hmm. is seeing everything and having that wisdom and getting people to step into that awareness but until you put yourself out there you are the hunter you are the star you are the sun you will not be able to fully show people What is possible for them in their expanded awareness, in adventure, in their wisdom? It is your responsibility to step into your North Node.
1: And and, and it's like, of course, a huge part of me is like, and then there's the, but how, but how? but how
0: how? the strategy Um, is just being Leo. So the the strategy, the strategy mm -hmm. is you get to step into visibility. You get to step into your leadership. You get to be, you get to share your light with others. You get to cast your rays of sun onto, you know, these people who are waiting for you and you get to be bold and courageous. So the, the theme here for Leo is you get to be courageous enough to step into that Aquarius vision of expanding awareness for those that are looking for you to do that for them. Mm. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Taurus likes to be comfy. And Leo says we get to be bold. Yeah, totally. Was this supportive to you?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. What was your major aha moment? Um,
1: I loved embracing the more, because I know she's there, the esoteric, occult, shaman, like Mm -hmm. Kali, Neith, like, like, you know, even just yesterday, I discovered yeah. Goddess Neith, which I wasn't familiar with before. And it was down a rabbit hole of like a vision I got when I was in meditation and then took me to one place, which took me to her. And I was like, this is who I was meant to tap into today. And she's seen as like literally like the creator of the universe and a goddess of destruction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. It's that transformation. It's that like that there's a very rebellious nature in me that's like, yes. like, and, and it, sometimes it comes out in ways that don't land with people. And as I'm testing that language more and more that like how I share it, I get to be courageous in continuing to and not pulling back. So that was, that was big. And this whole really embracing of the Leo energy, um, which again, I had tapped into and now it just feels like I have a broader picture and um sense of conviction around it and knowing that that it's of course a big part of me is like trying to make sense of it which i can i get it but it's like the sense of it and like in the how and that's not what this is about it's 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 a fully like hard overhead over and over again moment by moment you know and the embracing of that being the sun, like what comes up is like you have the audacity to want to be the center of attention, which let's be real. I've always loved being on stage. Like since I was a little girl, it felt very like good and natural to me, but there's this, and maybe through voices I heard over time that was seen as like, no, 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 don't take over somebody else's Mm. life. Then you're going to make them feel bad or feel less than or hurt them in some way. So I've carried that and then it's like this, oh, no, no, wait, like until you fully embrace that, then you, none of the other big things that you see won't even come to, to be like. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to see you st- start standing in the power of your own light. <own life. laughs> Thank you so much for. This was awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah.